Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi guys and welcome to the Mirror Gaming Walkthrough today, the 30th of August, meaning we are just a couple of days away from Starfield Early Access opening. Um, we have our very own Scott McRae here today who actually played a Starfield demo at Gamescom, which I'm sure he will be excited to talk about. Along with, has Gamescom revived our hopes for games this year? Mm, let's find out. And we'll also be speaking about Hyenas, a new extraction shooter game which is coming from Creative Assembly. But before that, here are the credits. <laughs> Are you prepared to go public with your KD online or? No. Everyone thinks he or she is the best football expert on the planet. You see it in the back page of the mirror, you know, a deal agreed. I think the most important thing is just to have fun. What? Three tenths? No, what button is it? I'm well. Hello. Oh! We're ready to come for the W, yeah? Ooh, 12. Ooh, here we go. If you can master second man press, you will defend 10 times better. Today, I'm going to be reviewing the PSVR 2 headset. Hello. Hi, everybody. Hello. <laughs> uh, my name is Jasmine, and I'm your host today on the Mirror Gaming Walkthrough. I'm joined by Matt, uh, our creative producer, um, who may be having some technical issues, as he typically does whenever we're streaming. Um, I don't know if he can hear us, but Matt, if you're there, uh, say hi in spirit at the bare minimum. Uh, yeah, can, can you hear me at least? We can hear you, yeah. yeah. <laughs> We've got kind of a, a creepy look. Going on here. It's just like you sent me that. It's trying. It's trying. I'll uh, I'll 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 go out and come back in. Okay. Okay. We've also got Scott, our gaming freelance news today, who was at Gamescom for us last week, so he's finally back this week. How are you doing, Scott? Um, I'm as tired as I look. (laughs) You don't look that tired. I think you're being a bit of a trauma queen. Um, oh no, I got I got a few. Oh, you look so tired. No, like thanks for telling me. I look horrid. But yeah, that I like would actually the, you know. that'd be the final straw for me. Yeah. Um. So before we get into it, how was Gamescom? Give us the scoop. How how was everything? Um. Busy, sweaty, um, anxiety-inducing. Just as right. you'd expect from yeah. one of the biggest gaming events. Or I want to say in the world, but maybe just Europe. No, the no, the E3 is dead. Yes, it's the biggest in the world. It um, is. It's huge, and I'm really upset I wasn't there. Actually, yeah, no, it's a good time. I don't know. I'm uh, not 
used to this type of uh, thing. That's the first one I went to, so mm-hmm. took some getting used to. By the end of every day, I was knackered. But you know, you gotta go out and chat to people, network, as they say. But um, mm-hmm. you know, right? Good, I guess. At least, good at least they had good games this year. Yes. You know, if, I, if I'd went over there and it was just like nothing of note. You know, I'd probably come back a bit less disappointed, to... miserable, sad. Yeah, I can imagine. Um, that leads us on to the first topic I wanted to speak about: uh, Starfield. Um, as we know, Starfield is releasing on early access this Friday for those who pre-ordered the premium edition of the game, and then Wednesday the sixth, which is next week, is when we will be having regular access open for our players that pre-ordered the standard edition and those who will be accessing the game through game pass um at gamescom scott was lucky enough to see a demo of the game um he has written up uh how that demo went over on miro.co.uk slash gaming if you want to go and read that uh be warned it has some spoilers in it if you're not looking um for spoilers in the for the game then probably don't go and read that but um Scott, I want to throw it back over to you. Um, as spoiler-free as you can, please, how did you find the demo of the game? Because from what I read, it was mainly just a walkthrough of what the opening sort of story was rather than actual gameplay, if that's correct. How did you find that? Uh, pointless, I guess, is the <laughs> is the best way to put it. <laughs> it was a trimmed-down version of the opening 20 minutes or so of the game um i say trimmed down as in like there were some cuts it wasn't like uh here's direct gameplay oh there's loads of stuff in my camera away sorry um, <laughs> wasn't direct gameplay there wasn't um you know it was it was a press it was a video you know it had been filmed there was no glitches there was no unexpectedness it was just here's the first 20 minutes of starfield as you will see it on friday um but, I actually wasn't aware that it was a video that had been filmed, yeah. so they just played you a video. Yeah, no one, no one was playing Starfield at the show. It was literally mm. a pre-taped version. Because when they got to like the character creation, it was like, um, you know, they sped through it. They just showed a bunch of like random, um, you know, clicking the random button like five or six times to show off how in depth the character creator is, and then um, mm-hmm. you know, got through it. But I just don't see the point. Like, the game's out in a week. So, uh, people who were there have played that section of the game already. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I don't know. Why would you want to watch the first 20 minutes of a game? But then again, how do you show off a 20-minute slice of that game? Is my kind of question. Like, yeah. That game is uh, pretty big from the sounds of things not really something you can kind of you know show off mm-hmm. i think like the thing is with starfield is that we haven't seen a lot of the story yet right so um we know all of this oh it's gonna have a thousand planets oh it's gonna be like a single player exploration game similar to fallout but we haven't really seen what the story is going to entail so um now that matt's back and hopefully not having uh technical difficulties anymore um what is your opinion on Starfield, Matt, I know that you've had mixed opinions here and there over the over the course of the year. Uh, yeah. Final decision now because it's coming in a week. Are well, you going to play it? I've pre-installed it, 
Um, Already? Interesting. Of course, yeah, of course I've got to play it. <laughs> but I, I keep going from like, I'm really excited about it. I see like some of the, mm -hmm. the gunplay and the and and the, like the action in it. And I'm like, oh, that looks so good. And then, and then I hear other things about it that I'm like, oh, that kind of, that might ruin the whole thing for me. It's like an example would be like you you see some of the the action and great I'm really excited and then I hear you 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 can't explore the planets on anything but your feet and a booster pack and and then I'm like that might be a bit uh and then I and then I see some more of the like the story and I'm like oh this this looks good and then I hear like oh and you know that thing about the walking well, apparently it's only going to be like in 45 minute sort of, you can only explore on foot, but for like 45 minute, like a 45 mile radius or 45 minute like radius or something like that. I like, it's going to basically be restricted. So mm -hmm. I, like, I keep going back and forth. Basically I keep, just keep going back and forth between, between what I, I'm excited about and what I'm not. So I'm, I'm kind of, I'm now at the point where I'm just like, I'm, I'm numb to it until I play it. Can I ask, are you a Game Pass subscriber? I am, yeah. Oh, okay, so you haven't paid So it's game. not, yeah, so I haven't like bought the game. I, I think if okay. I had, to, if, if, if I had to buy the game, I wouldn't because there's, right. you know, there's games, albeit for better or worse, there's games that are coming out that I, that I know I'm committed to buying. So yeah. Um, Scott made a face uh, there. Scott made a face when you said you wouldn't buy it. Would you well, buy it, Scott, buy it if you weren't a Game Pass subscriber? No. I, <laughs> I, I don't think I would either. I have tried every single one of these Bethesda games, and as I like Fallout. I think Elder Scrolls is kind of not good. I was going to say a much worse word there, but let's just say kind of not good is a mm -hmm. polite way. Um, so, you know, I don't really see myself you know loving this one as much especially when there's like more exciting stuff out like armored cores just come out lies of peace coming out in like a week uh starfields not starfield what's the other one cyberpunk that's the one mm -hmm. that's coming out in like or the dlc for that's coming out in like two three weeks or something like that yeah basically now's too, now is the point where stuff's starting to come out and there is one stuff i care about more two i haven't finished zelda yet so I can't exactly, you know, jump into a massive RPG. Same reason I didn't really play much of Baldur's Gate after we finished the stream. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of with you. Like I I I there's so much coming out or about to come out that that it's just it's not top of my list. I know it's top of some people's lists, <laughs> Nathan. Um, but, <laughs> but shade. <laughs> but um and and you know like people like what they like but it's just not it's not at the top of my priority list in terms of what i would want to play um so it it's got the potential to surprise me or it's got the potential to draw me in but i'm still i'm just so unsure about the pros versus the cons and whether or not I'm going to have the attention span for it, for one. I think the um, only reason I'm playing it is FOMO, I'll be honest. I'm worried <laughs> that everyone's going to play it and like be like, oh my god, yeah. 
even if they're not like talking about how good it is, they'll be talking about it, right? Even if it's terrible,、mm. they'll be talking about how bad it is, and then I'll feel like really left out if I didn't play it. And I also can't be like, yeah, I thought Starfield was crap too. You know, like I, I want to be involved in the conversation. I think that's like ninety percent of the reason. Yeah, yeah, a little bit me as well. I, I'd say, but I, I also, I, I sometimes I think when a game's released, you can get swept up in that if it's a good release and it's not chaotic, like. Like they have been in the past,、mm-hmm. um, I, it, like it, it has. It, you get swept up in that initial sort of buzz, and then that can sort of spur you on to really enjoy the game. But sometimes when you don't catch that like moment, I, I mean, I've got it with loads of get loads of games that have come out that I've never caught the moment with that that I I now if I go and try and play them, I, I just don't think they're good. And, it's, and they're and it, they're hot takes, but it's just because I never got swept up in that like sort of cultural moment.、Mm-hmm. So I feel like this potentially could do that, but I'm I'm skeptical. But it's it's such a huge release that it could do. So I kind of don't want to miss out on that. Yeah,、um, that sort of potential. So just in case, yeah, I'm, I'm probably going to play it like sort of at least for for a week when it when it drops. There has to be a lot of people that are playing it just in case, similar to to we are, especially considering it's day one on Game Pass. You're not having to like pay fifty, sixty quid for it. I'm more、mm. excited for the the like three months down the line reviews or the six months down the line reviews because like Fallout Four when it came out, people were raving about it. You know, like people were like, "Oh my god, this is the best game!" I'm pretty sure it won Game of the Year awards. It was nominated for Game of the Year awards, and a year that had like Metal Gear Solid Five and The Witcher Three, which are like. You know, I mean, I don't know about The Witcher Three, but Metal Gear Solid Five is a masterpiece, and Fallout Four was winning.、Um, and then about six months later, I was like, "Oh yeah, Fallout Four was a bit crap, wasn't it?" You know, I,、so、I'm, you know, I'm excited I, to see, yeah, how the thought, kind of culture goes when people、it. leave the bubble.、Yeah. Fallout is a、yeah. perfect example. I tried to play it、uh, last year, and was, I'd never played it, and I just didn't like it. I didn't, didn't, I didn't like get anything from it. It just was. Like yeah, I've、and、never it, really been into those types of games. So like the, I don't know if me and you are quite similar in this sense, Matt. Is that I feel like, like I play multiplayer like games, right? Yeah,、mm. I mainly play multiplayer games, online games. I I have the odd single player game where I'm like, oh yeah, that's like maybe I'll give that a go. But typically, these big open world exploration games aren't really ever my cup of tea. And I, th- I, like I just don't、really、ever、cool、feel like I got. I don't ever feel like I've got the attention span. Like if、Same. I don't, I get bored I, really quickly. Yeah, yeah. There needs to be some type of competitive element when I'm playing a game. Otherwise, I don't have a drive. It doesn't necessarily have to be competitive for me. Really, it, it just has to be something. I've seen like, your TikToks. I see how like, competitive you get. Oh yeah, like I get. Yeah, <laughs> of course. When I'm playing a competitive game, but like there just has to be something that wants to spur me on. Like、mm-hmm. that, you know, it could be, it could be how like you know level progression, skills progression, like stuff like that. It could be anything like that. But there, unless there's something frequent to sort of like spur me on to the next thing, um, I, I yeah, I I lose interest too quickly.、Mm-hmm. I'm the which, same. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. 
So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, I, I can't I can't help it. It's just the way I am. I think that's uh, weird as well because Scott is like the polar opposite where he doesn't really enjoy multiplayer games as much. Um, and he's way more into these sort of like single player I, games. I like open world single players when they're good. Which right. Is a- which is a very specific. But what's what makes obvious, it good for you? Yeah, like, what would it? What would it? So like, what's good? Like, let's take Assassin's Creed or Horizon Zero Dawn. Right, it's an open world game. You've got six hundred markers on the map that are like, go do this, go do this, go do this, mm-hmm. and it's just very linear despite being an open world. That's crap. I don't like that. Other than Spider Man, because that has the fun swinging, but like. Even then, I it's quite not like, like Spider Man as well, actually. Yeah, but yeah I I'd say that. Like, again, like, I got bored quite quickly, so. Yeah, it's like basic open world design, but I mean, it has the swinging, so it's like, okay, cool. And it had a very good story. Um, but like something like Metal Gear Solid 5 or Elden Ring or Breath of the Wild, Tears of the Kingdom, where you're put into an open world and that's it. I mean, Metal Gear Solid 5, it's like mission to mission, but even then, you get put into the mission zone. And that's it. You're not told, you know, go here and shoot this guy now, and then you can go to the next set piece. It's in Metal Gear Solid 5, if you want to snipe your target from the start of the mission and then haul ass, you're fine. If you want to go in, sneak in, strap a C4 to his back and wait for him to meet up with another sub-target and then blow them both up, that's fine. If you want to ram a car into them, that's fine, you know? Whereas it's something like Obviously, this isn't the case with Starfield. Starfield is one of these, but in the case of like Assassin's Creed, it's like, or even Red Dead Redemption, which they make very good worlds. They don't make very good missions, um, where it's like they want you to do this specific thing in this specific way. That's a waste of an open world. So, like, Starfield yeah, does it d- have it that definitely going for defeats it. the purpose of open world, right? You're meant to be able to go wherever and do whatever. Hmm. And then following a very strict storyline is like boring. So. Um, yeah but but like i i kind of i'm like i'm between between those two things where i kind of need to be told what to do (laughs) but then i hate it i hate being but then i don't but then i don't like it because then if i decide to do something slightly differently and and it's like you you failed the mission i'm like well i didn't did i i didn't I just didn't do it the way you wanted me to do it. And and then I get angry at that. So I'm like, I can't win like whichever yeah. way I go. I think like at the start, I want some direction because I, I hate being plopped in and having no idea what to do. So mm. I need like some element of like tutorial missions to begin with. 
after that i want to be left alone don't come don't start sending people into my face telling me go here go there and have some man standing on standing in the way of me going to a certain location because i haven't done a certain mission that's not what open world is i don't want to have to sit there unlocking parts of the world unlocking parts of these a thousand planets that Starford supposedly has i don't i want to just get in my spaceship and fly wherever i want to fly and then yeah eventually i'll probably get bored but that's what i want to do that's how i want to play the game and i feel like that should be allowed like given how they're marketing it doing it naturally in a way like in fallout if you go into this area here's a death claw that will kill you in one hit and Elden ring here's a boss that will kill you in one hit yeah yeah that way you know people who want to go there can still go there and sure they'll probably get rocked but like you know that's the way like it's telling yeah it's not physically no, it's not stopping telling me. sorry it's, it's yeah. showing not telling you know it's like yeah exactly you can't cross can this bridge that. in gta yet no it's um you can go here if you want but you're going to get killed you know yeah so, which starker does have going for it i should add but like i don't i don't know what it is about those games sometimes it's the combat which it seems to have better combat than the other ones because like for a game about swords and shields like Skyrim, it has some of the absolute worst melee combat probably in any game. It is flimsy, it is weightless, and obviously that's not the point of Skyrim. But when like a core mechanic is off like that, that's kind of where it gets me, which might be the problem I have with like other ones. Like, because I like Fallout more, the shooting's okay, you know? But um, to be honest, I don't was it as about those games, but other than the combat, which is terrible. Um, I mean, I like multiplayer games. I like a decent amount of multiplayer games. I liked some multiplayer games that I played at Gamescom. If you wanna, if you wanna move on to the next topic, <laughs> it's a very good segue for you. <laughs> okay, do you know what? I wasn't going to, but because you set up such a brilliant segue for me, um, and I love criticizing Nathan segues normally, I feel like I need to grab this opportunity and say that um our lovely own scott mccray was at gamescom and in my opinion i think that gamescom has actually revived our hope for games this year after a pretty devastating in my opinion please don't attack me summer games first we saw some amazing games showcased at gamescom both throughout the opening night live and on the show floor um scott and Aaron Potter, our other lovely gaming content creator, put together a lovely list of um, their favourite indie games that were on the show floor with mentions of Pepper Grinder, Post Trauma and Deep Rock Galactic Survivor. And we saw some bigger names at Gamescom this year, including Tekken 8, Sonic Superstars, Cyberpunk Phantom Liberty DLC, Mortal Kombat 1, Modern Warfare 3. And even though we knew a lot of these games were coming already, it was nice to see some newer content slash trailers for them come up. So um, I'm going to throw this question up in the air for whoever wants to chip in. Um, what was your guys' opinions on the games that we saw at Summer Games Fest earlier in this year? And do you agree with me in saying that Gamescom has sort of brought a nice um round out to the rest of the year for games coming out now i feel like i was a bit disappointed earlier in the year and now i'm a bit happier but i don't think that that opinion is actually the standard um because as scott mentioned earlier on uh before the podcast he said to me actually this year's been a great year for games thank you very much and decided to correct me um so what what do you guys think I'm looking. I'm. I'm looking. I'm looking forward to. Um, I actually downloaded Al Alan Wake, right? Because mm -hmm. I, 
I I've never played it and never even heard of it until a few weeks ago. And then I saw the trailer for the for Alan Wake 2 and was like, oh, mm -hmm. looks good. So I want to play the first one. Um, so I'm literally playing that tonight. <laughs> I'm starting it tonight. Mm -hmm. um, so that's actually got me really excited. But I, I think it's like it's kind of like movies. It's like at some years it feels like because there haven't been many big blockbusters, it feels like it's been a terrible year for gaming. Um, but uh, for movies, sorry. But um, but actually, there's loads of gems in there. I feel like although we've had some big games come out this year, like really big games come out this year in the sort of weeds there's still quite a few games i feel like are quite exciting and and mm -hmm. yeah i do think I, I i i am with you though i do feel like earlier in the year i was a little bit lost with what do i want to play like what am i actually excited about that's exactly I what i felt like figure it out yeah and now i feel like alan wake 2 is like i'm looking forward to that like that's mm -hmm. that's kind of um, but I've got to get the time in on the first one to because I've never played it. So, yeah. So I do feel like it's rounded out quite nicely. Mm -hmm. Go on, Scott. Tell me. Tell me I'm wrong. Go for it. Um, I I thought some of the Summer Games Fest stuff was cool. Like I thought Nintendo's Direct was very good. I thought the Xbox show had a lot of good stuff in it. But the actual Summer Games Fest showcase I thought was kind of mince. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, Gamescom was just a lot of like stuff we already knew about, but it was nice to get like like now we know when Tekken Eight's coming out, now we know when mm -hmm. Persona Three Reloads coming out, now we know when Sonic Superstars is coming out. So like, it was good in that sense, even if there wasn't much, you know. I just new. want to say I know that this isn't really a game people are talking about too much compared to the other games, but when they opened that showcase with Little Nightmares Three, I was so happy, and the fact that it's going to be co-op. <laughs> I am so happy about that because I love my multiplayer games and I hate horror games, but Little Nightmares is like that perfect balance of like horror, but not too scary horror, but there's still something else to pay attention to, like puzzles and stuff like that, that you can do. So I love it. The fact that it's co-op, so now I don't have to play it by myself because it's the only thing that puts me off of the first two where I get a bit too scared and stop playing halfway through. So excited for that, and I haven't seen too many people talking about that, and I'm really upset actually. Okay, so. I was just uh, I was just double checking that I could say this. I on the first day after opening night live, I got a I was at the Bandai Namco booth, and they showed off about twenty minutes of Little Nightmares. I'm so jealous! Day. I'm so jealous! I can't believe that. Oh I no! Don't, I. Why are you making that face? Oh no, it, was it, it bad? It depends. It's not no. bad. It, I'm sure people will love it. But to me, I wasn't as impressed as some other people were. I think it looks like a good game. I think it looks like a good co-op game. But I'm not yet seeing... Like... What the kind of new is, if you get me. Like, if you've played no. any of these kind of co-op platformers, like It Takes Two or something like that, there was a lot of stuff in there that they showed us that was like, oh yeah, one player will hold the rope while the other player stands in the platform that will raise them up on the rope. Stuff like that. So I'm sure it'll be good, but I wasn't blown away by it. Um, but I want to show you've ruined, you've ruined my day. No, I, I, mean, I mean, if you like <laughs> Little Nightmares 1 and 2 and wanted them co-op, I'm sure you will like this. It looks like Little Nightmares 1 and 2. It's just as a co-op game, I kind of need to see more in terms of like 
you know, novel ideas because where it's at now, it just kind of looks like a co-op game. Scott, I hate you. I can't believe you've done this. I hate you. <laughs> I'm so upset. I've never even said it. Was, this is it's happening again. Where I'm not saying something's bad. I'm just saying. I know, but you've still got like negative opinions of it, and it's making. No, me I don't upset. have negative opinions of it. I think it looks like a good game. I just think it doesn't seem to be doing much new that hasn't been done before in like kind of co-op games. You don't That's always exactly. need that though. You, I guess, you don't always need that. I think there's I only know, so but... much new stuff you can do in a platformer. It's the same sort hmm. of thing, right? In a co-op platformer especially, it's like, oh yeah, you need to, one person needs just to get the platforms there and the other person needs to jump on them. But oh no, you need to make sure you can trust the other person because they can pull the platform away from right underneath your feet. And then whoever you're playing with like trolls you for 10 minutes and doesn't let you go across I, the gap. I will also say the Little Nightmares art style just rubs me in the wrong way. And I know oh, I love it. I love it. I hate the way Little Nightmares, I hate the character models. I hate the way they look. I love it. I think so, it's great. There's something so gross about them. That's the uh, there's point. A, there's That's a the giant point. They're meant evil to look baby gross. in this one. Um, yeah, they're meant to look gross. And the, right? guy kept, the guy taking the demo, he kept, he kept saying like Master Baby. But the, the character's called Monster Baby, but I thought he kept saying Master Baby. So I'm just in the back of the demo room, like, giggling, because I keep thinking of the Boss Baby, and I keep thinking about how much funnier the game would be if the Boss Baby was there. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, Little, Little Nightmares 3 looks cool. I just hope it has something new to bring. Mm. I, I think that's fair enough. Mm. Um, my assumption of it. But then again, I'm not as much of a big fan of the first two Little Nightmares games as... You know, you lot seem to be so. I like the way you said you lot. Even I, Matt's I mean, not said yeah, anything. I've never, I've never played it. Like, I've never Matt, played it. I'm just try, well I'm trying known... to mediate to to to, to, to get, <laughs> trying you to protect Jasmine's feelings. You just like I just well-known little nightmares fan. Matt is gonna be yeah. One. Can't get enough of it. Just always talking about it. Um, um, what have you been excited for from Gamescom, Matt? If anything. Well, obviously, apart from Alan Wake 2, um, but I think Payday 3 looks good. It looks up my street. Mm, mm-hmm. um, I'm kind of... I'm kind of like, excited about... Well, I say excited. I'm kind of... I'm looking forward to checking that out because I, I haven't... Same. Again, I haven't played any... I haven't played any of the Paydays either. I'm just so... Mm-hmm. I'm just so such a bad gamer in terms of i've not played any games <laughs> you played one game for one game millions and trillions of hours <laughs> yeah and that's it that's that's it but i'm it's it seems right up my street and um and it i i'm looking like from what i've seen of, of what people have said people that have sort of previewed the game and and whatnot it looks like they're gonna do well with it so that um, was uh, an Aaron appointment. I didn't take that one, so I'm afraid I can't add anything more to it. But you can see <laughs> his write up on Mirror.co.uk. Is not here um, this week. He's I think we've actually got a video about it coming, going out soon as well oh, today on plug YouTube. It. Plug it, guys. Plug so, it. Yeah. <laughs> Subscribe to the Mirror Gaming YouTube channel if you want to see that video <laughs> later on this evening after the podcast. Um, my friends recently got into playing Payday 2 a lot because it was free on Epic Games a little while back, um, but I missed the redemption window. And then I was like, oh, guys, I'm, I might as well just buy it. You guys are all playing it. They're like, no, stop. Payday 3 is coming out. Save your money for Payday 3. 
and mm. I didn't even know Paleo 3 was coming out. I started looking at the trailers and I'm well excited for it. It looks like one of those perfect games for me and my friends to be obsessed with for a week and then never touch again afterwards. Yeah. I'm so excited <laughs> yeah. for that. I'm excited for Mortal Kombat 1 as well. Same. Yeah. Same. I'm a big Mortal Kombat fan. Um, but I think that there has been quite a few... I feel like I'm going to have my fighting game fix by sort of next year because we've got Street Fighter 6 came out earlier this year, which I absolutely love. We are having Mortal Kombat 1 coming out now, and then we've got Tekken 8 coming in January. And mm. I feel like... We've also got um, Grand, Blue, Grand Blue Fantasy versus Relink. Not Relink. Grand Blue Fantasy versus something. That's the new... <laughs> something. Ah. I can't oh, remember. Yeah. Basically, oh, that was yeah. <laughs> it's like a re-release of Grand Blue Fantasy Versus, but I forgot what it's called. Uh, um, rising, that's that. Okay. That's... Uh, yeah, we we're having a quite a big fighting game fix this year, um, and I feel like most people that are into fighting games have the the one franchise that they're a bigger fan of, as opposed to the other ones. Um, I'm big on Mortal Kombat. Scott's big on um, Street Fighter. You know, like so it's a nice sort of time of competition but i will say uh i think by the time tekken 8 comes out i'm gonna be like bored of fighting games because i'm not too big of a fighting fanatic i wouldn't say so i think i am gonna be a bit um I mean, yawn by the time tekken 8 comes out i don't know there's a, there's a good to say. there's a good six months gap between good fighting games you know you have mortal kombat in the middle there but you know you have street fighter and then you have tekken all right you don't you start don't you start um <laughs> i think mortal kombat 1 looks really good i think uh, it looks yeah. really good I will even enjoy though the story you don't like mortal kombat games even though you don't like mortal kombat games that much you have to admit from what we've seen so far it's looking good do i yeah you do am i it's, am it's I not an opinion one, this one's a fact am i the only one on the podcast who has played mortal kombat 1 i think so yeah yeah did you play the the beta Am I the only one in Mortal Kombat uh, on the podcast who plays fighting games a lot? I play fighting games. A lot? N- not as much as you, but I, I was Tekken. big on... I played Tekken in a in an arcade once when I was 15. <laughs> there you go. Got I played a lot of Mortal Kombat 10 and 11. Um, I didn't really play any other fighting games in, in that era. But yeah, I was big on Mortal Kombat 10 and 11. I think that's why it's got a place in my heart. It's because it was like kind of, it's kind of my entry to gaming, which is so weird to say. Mortal Kombat 10 was my entry to gaming. But when that came out, I was like 10 years old, I think. So that was like what got me into PC gaming. Mm. Um, don't make that face. When did Mortal Kombat 10 come out? Like 2011, 15. right? No, that was Mortal Kombat 9 in 2011. Oh, then it was Mortal Kombat 9 that I was into. That one's bad. good. I like that one. Mortal Kombat 9 got me into PC gaming. Um, and then Mortal Kombat 10 and 11 I played as well. Um, so I think that's why I'm obsessed with like, yeah, I love Mortal Kombat. It makes I mean, me feel a bit nostalgic and stuff. The same way that all of the Nintendo people feel about Zelda. You know, like, it doesn't matter if it's bad. They're going to love it anyway. Mm-hmm. So um, that's Mortal what I feel Kombat, like Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat 9 was my introduction to fighting games. That was the first fighting game I really got into. And then I found better ones. I guess is the way to put it. It's I love Mortal Kombat in the same way I love Sonic. Even if I think half of the games are kind of, uh, mm-hmm. I love it. Like I love the world of Mortal Kombat. I love the lore of Mortal Kombat. I love how stupid Mortal Kombat gets. But I just don't enjoy those games mechanically anymore. 
like it's all very i don't know again it would need to be like a something you'd need to like look at side by side but like mortal kombat characters they move in a very like you know like you'll do a punch you'll go like that but then i don't think i'm good enough at any fighting game to care about mechanics i think that's what it is but it's like it's like so stiff it's like they'll punch like that and then they'll like something like that it's like so robotic looking. I like seeing and it's, Scott reenacting Mortal Kombat. It's like moves. a kind of, I believe they call it like dial a combo. It's like a kind of like such a weird, clunky feeling in Mortal Kombat games. Whereas like, you know, in Street Fighter, it's very smooth. You know, it's very, like the animation is very. Yeah, you know, I remember, elaborate. I remember, I remember when I played Tekken in that arcade. Um, I remember. <laughs> genuinely remember it feeling like when tekken first came out like it feeling like really cool like like the movements from were, that even, one time even, you played from, it in the arcade you that, remember yeah. this oh i lived in a, on a in a seaside town on a seaside in a seaside town and we had arcades everywhere so i was always playing tekken okay okay in the arcade oh so it wasn't you i thought you played it one time in an <laughs> no, arcade that, it was just a joke but i didn't have a console so the only thing i could do is go to the arcade and play right. games so a lot of the games like that i played when i was a kid were me going to the arcade and mm. actually playing them um and i remember when they got the tekken machine and it was mm. like i just remember feel like it feeling cool and f- more fluid um obviously now it probably doesn't pan out like that but uh but i I get what you mean i do get what you mean about like having like that sort of i feel like you need to get an arcade stick to play mortal kombat when it comes out yeah maybe i should just to replicate that nostalgic feeling i know look here's mr mr fighting game expert is going to start saying no i'm just saying they aren't very good i'm just talking about nostalgia here more combat's not really a stick game. Tekken oh, apparently we go. is, but I I don't play Tekken with stick. I I cannot. I don't understand how people can play Tekken with stick. But more. Do you Kombat play Street Fighter with stick? Um, it depends. During Street Fighter Four, I did. Um, Street Fighter Five, I didn't have one from PS4, so I had to use pad. And since then, I've just kind of adapted to pad. So for Street Fighter Six, I use pad. Um. When I play Zangief, but if I play Eonda, I switch to stick. So it's like, uh, it's just how the game feels. Like Marvel versus Capcom, I like using stick, but like Tekken, I don't like using stick. And Mortal Kombat doesn't really work with stick because there's a I've block heard the word button. stick so many times, it's starting to not feel real. <laughs> because there's the block button, Mortal Kombat doesn't work as well with stick, I find, which also, I hate the block button. The block button's so dumb. <laughs> See, I don't, I don't, I'm not good enough at fighting games yeah, can... to to feel these issues because I genuinely still haven't got past the point of as soon as I have a little bit of panic in me, I just start button mashing. And I know combos mm. in every, obviously, like I've played Mortal Kombat, the older ones, for ages now that I know most of the combos. I've played so much Injustice 2 that I know the combos but you'll never catch me using them because i start panicking and i just start pressing every single button that's there and i just can never get past that block so i think that's why for me when people start talking about fighting game mechanics i don't care about that i just want it to look good i want it to have a nice story i think the graphics are so important to me i love more combat because of the fatalities like it's so easy to be drawn towards those types of things when you're not good at the games 
and then you don't start worrying about oh my god the block button this oh my god the punch feels it's, a, it's like, the same with anything like the more involved you get with it the more the the you little start things looking like, at those little I mean, details you could, yeah. but you could argue that the mechanics of how characters move is not a little thing but also, um, historically mortal kombat's like a zoners game like there's a lot of characters who do really well in mortal kombat whose strategy is you will jump to the other side and you will spam projectiles which is a That's valid which is a valid strategy you know i'm not going to be one of those people like i hate zoners zoners are the worst i don't like fighting them but like you know as a valid strategy mortal kombat's always been very zoner focused whereas i play grapplers which are the polar opposite you know up close grab the person do lots of damage and they've never they've never made a good grappler character and that's my biggest thing with mortal kombat and all that and so you so, like a specific class of character and they don't really have that in mortal kombat that's yeah i i like my more i like methodical characters i'm into more of a like footsies game like i really like uh, samurai showdown where like you know you can be dead in like three hits in samurai showdown you know whereas mm-hmm. mortal kombat's a lot of like you know running about and using really long strings and using like zoning techniques so it's like a it's not a Mortal Kombat is bad. It's just a Mortal Kombat is not the type of fighting game I like to play. I do like the stories. Mm-hmm. I still play the story mode every time. I really like the story mode every time. But um, uh, but yeah, no, I, I think don't know. Um, we've spoken about fighting games for quite a while here. Yeah. Um, another game I want to speak about is Sonic Superstars. I don't know. I haven't heard a lot about this game either, similar to Little Nightmares. But I am so excited for Sonic Superstars. As soon as I saw that, it was like, okay, this is my childhood. It feels like when I used to sit and play the Sega Mega Drive with my little sister, it's my first ever console. And I used to just play Sonic the Hedgehog on there for ages and ages. And one of the whole things that I used to always find with um, Sonic the Hedgehog is that I didn't know where I was going ever in any of the levels and I got lost all the time. And it feels like Sonic Superstars is doing that exactly and my little sister was so young she'd always be lost and i'd never tell her where to go so i could always win that's it i'm looking forward to sonic (laughs) superstars for that exact same reason um having another multiplayer sonic game in the style of classic sonic i'm really looking forward to that and i know scott's a big sonic fan as well so i don't know if he's looking forward to it though um i played it as well um oh that was that was embargoed until tuesday but i did play it um Oh. It feels right. Give us the scoop. It, it feels, you know. So they did Sonic Four, which was a kind of let's go back to the classics, and it just fell off. And then obviously they had Sonic Mania, which was just a Mega Drive game. Like it was the same graphics, same kind of, you know, it was very intentionally trying to be a Mega Drive game. But what Sonic Superstar seems to be doing is like a a new Super Mario Brothers kind of thing, where like. It's all new stuff, but it's still like familiar enough that you still recognize it as an old Sonic game. Like it feels like those old Sonic games. Like the physics are the same. The kind of layouts are very similar. Um and they seem to be doing a good job of it. You know, like I only get to play um two or three levels. Um and also in my demo it was um me and one of the other guys were playing solo and then there was a co-op booth as well so i didn't play any of the co-op so i can't even speak to that um but i mean it seems like a good sonic game it seems like a sonic game 
they're trying to move on because a lot of Sonic games, I said this in my preview, a lot of Sonic games love to like reuse levels. Like Green Hill Zone, mm-hmm. I think, has been in the last like mm-hmm. five or six Sonic games with Green Hill Zone in them. Um, so it feels like they're ready to move on. Whether it stands a chance against Super Mario Bros. Wonder, which is out, I believe, two days later. Oh, I don't think it will. Uh, I don't know. I feel like Sonic yeah. has now stopped competing with Mario. I feel like Mario's in a whole league of its own now. It's been years since I've seen competition. I think Mario won the Olympic Games, I will say. Um, did you play a lot of Sonic games back in the day, Matt? I say back in the day, um, but you're like 100 years old. Sorry. <laughs> back in my day, um, <laughs> I... I've never heard you mention no, Sonic I... games. Uh, yeah, I I have played played them. Um, the only time I ever played them was when I I'd go to my my dad's because uh, my parents lived in different places. Um, so I go to my dad's and uh, my stepbrother had a Mega Drive and I'd play mm. when I was there. So I didn't play that often. Um, I played it enough to know what it feels like and 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 all that sort of stuff. But do you think you'd get a nostalgia hit from having that again, or was it just not? really all that for you um probably not like only only because i don't think i would like i yeah i liked it i i enjoyed playing it i thought it was it was like oh great i I can play play this game because i'm because i'm here but apart from (laughs) apart from that i i just i i I, it never it never like stuck to me i used to like watch the cartoons the sonic cartoons and stuff oh i loved the sonic um but so, so it was very. It's very much a part of my childhood, but it it mm-hmm. was n- it never. It's not something that I carried with me mm-hmm. into sort of like adulthood, where where you know, I I if a, a new game ca- came out, I would be like all over it. I probably... I'm just saying, Sonic Superstars is meant to be four person multiplayer co-op stream when it comes out. Mirror gaming co-op stream when it comes out. I'm just saying, hopefully we can. We'll have to ask Nathan when he gets back. We'll see, um, yeah. Because I, mean... I think that'd be fun. Um, the whole uh, the whole thing I love about Sonic games is being lost, leaving people behind. And it's really, even though it's not meant to be a frustrating game, I always find a way to be frustrated. So I think that'd make an absolutely fantastic stream. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I def- I'd definitely be up for playing it, but yeah no it it was it wasn't a a source of like for me like nostalgia would be like alex the kid or alex the kid like alex the kid i think it was or alex the kid um, that was like the first game out on sega master system Mm, sega's mascot before sonic yeah i didn't know they even had a mascot before sonic like i have specific memories about that game like I feel like I need to Google that right now, actually. Alex oh, it was great. It was the, the best. Kid. The level on the motorbike was just so cool. Loved it. Oh, my Going God. Alex Kids. Oh, my God. No, I do know this. I do know this. I played this on the Sega Mega Drive. Yeah, um, I hated it. I hated it. Uh, like, when it first came out, it was like it was like in, inbuilt into the Master System or something. I remember my dad bringing it person? home. And... What my dad? Yeah, he was, he no! was a real person. Um, <laughs> Alex the kid. I always thought he was a monkey. He no, he was a person. He was like a little He's dude. A person. Yeah. But they gave him such big ears. Huge hair, I think it was. 
and like no, big he's ears. Got really yeah. big ears. I remember he's got huge. I thought he was from like Super Monkey Ball Banana Blitz. I think he's like one of those characters. Nah, he's nah. Oh my he's, god, he's the OG. He's the OG. To be fair, I was like, I was like probably two years old. So, so that was yeah, that was like that's like my my Sega no- nostalgia like mm. character. Where if they brought out a, a a game right now, I'd be like, I've they got to play. They brought out twenty twenty one apparently. Alex yeah, I, in Miracle World DX. Should you play that? I didn't play that because I wouldn't, I'll be, wouldn't really, wouldn't really, I'll be wouldn't really listening to. You are. That'll be a remake of the one you played. Yeah, right. Yeah. Oh, he's telling you. He's telling you. He's telling oh, me. Hint, go and play it. Go and play it. So um, yeah, no, Sega definitely the best at show and Gamescom. Like they had a lot of good mm-hmm. stuff there. Um, I saw five of their games. I saw Sonic. I saw uh, Like a Dragon, which we have a preview up of. And uh, I got to interview the studio's producer, which will be up sometime this week, hopefully. That was pretty cool. Uh, Persona 5 Tactics, which, again, we have a write-up. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. Some Persona... Mirror.co.uk forward slash gaming. Uh, you can find a whole bunch of Gamescom previews up there from both Scott and Aaron Potter, who isn't here this week. Um, they did a bunch of previews at Gamescom. So if you are interested in any of the games that we've been speaking about, they probably have previewed it already and have got proper big full-length write-ups of all of them over at our website. So be sure to check those out if you are interested. Um, there's Sorry, the Persona 3 remake. On. Persona 3 remake, which is a uh, write-up, is going up uh, later tonight. So I'm going to that. And finally, <laughs> another expert segue because I'm so good at this. I played Hyenas which is their uh, mm-hmm. extraction shooter uh, um, from Creative Assembly, which yep. Jasmine probably has something written down to read off. So. Uh, what I do have written down is uh, Hyenas is a new extraction shooter coming from Creative Assembly. The open beta for it is coming um, very soon. It is going to be PC only, unfortunately, for console players. But um, yeah, it's a new multiplayer extraction shooter. And um, what I do have written down is that Scott did a preview of it. Uh, Scott isn't a fan of multiplayer games typically, even though he said a little bit ago that he plays some of them. Typically, he's not a fan of them. Um, But from what I've read about your preview, you seem to actually enjoy Hyenas. Do you want to go into it a bit more? What did you think of the game? What is it about? Is it worth me jumping into the open beta? Give me all of it. Give me the full rundown. So it's a it's a closed beta, unfortunately. But um, oh, it's a it's closed cool. beta. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I haven't I haven't played any extraction shooters. I never played DMZ. I've never played Tarkov. I've never played Hunt Showdown. So this is all very new to me. Mm-hmm. But it's just. It doesn't. It feels nice, I guess. And I know this is such a weird, broad statement to say, but it feels nice to play. You know. Did like you not play sh- Payday? Is that the same thing? It's similar, no. It's an it's an extraction shootery style. Payday is but... not like PvP though. Mm. I get I get what you're saying. Oh yeah, yeah I guess not. so. Yeah, I guess. Not. Yes, story driven, um, so... isn't it? Yeah, I know, like, but it's all, it, it feels the same. It feels like you're extracting the money from the safe, mm-hmm. you know? Like, that's what most extraction shooters feel like. But anyway, so yeah, it's so. like, 
teams of three sit on Mars and you're robbing billionaires. Um, so the main mechanics are kind of... What's like not a, to like? <laughs> yeah, I love that. <laughs> the main mechanic they kind of show is like a zero gravity thing. Mm-hmm. So you can like... Each room has like a... Oh no, sorry, I'm trying to remember because it's been about a week now since I played it. It's been a week now, Scott doesn't remember anymore. He's got um, too much going on. <laughs> so... Some rooms will just be zero G. It's not like a floating about. It. It's like you will propel yourself to like certain spots. Um, but you can like turn it on in some rooms. And I believe one of the characters has the ability to just turn it on in the room. And that's mm. the kind of main mechanic. But um, it's like teams of teams of three. I think it's like five teams maybe. Mm. Um, and you go in and you can like break into. You have to break into vaults. You steal merch, which is like you know. I believe a Sonic statue is one of the main ones we stole. Um, it's it's hard to like describe a multiplayer game sometimes because like there's such a core look to it, and mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. you know, like the gunplay think, feels um... nice. The it's it's got a personality, which you know a lot of games, Call of Duty, you know, don't have. Um, yeah, tell them, tell them. Matt's about to get really upset that you said that. Your character classes. I I agree. (laughs) (laughs) It's a horrible game. I only got Um, to play two of them. I played as someone who cosplays as Sonic the Hedgehog and has like loads of Sonic the Hedgehog and tails and all that plushies on him. Is that not literally just like yourself in the game? Very much. And then I played this one who wears, you know, in Point Break, which is maybe before your time. um, uh, They go into the bank and they rob the bank while the president masks. Yeah, there's like one that has like the Richard Nixon mask. I don't know if it's like an official licensed Richard Nixon likeness mask, but um, yeah, there's one holding a Richard Nick or wearing a Richard Nixon mask. It's like yeah. it's, you got like a presentation beforehand. Like, uh, you know, how when you go to like Alton Towers and you go in uh, or like Universal and you go in to the ride and they've got the like pre show room where they show you like yeah. a video. Yeah, we had that at the demo, which was. Not something it feels I've like you're about before, to get but... on a roller coaster. That's so bizarre. Yeah. So, um, you know, it's just, it's like, it has a personality, I guess. But mm-hmm. I am concerned because obviously it's a crowded market, how it will do. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I hope it does well because I actually did really like what I played. Um, That's exactly what I was about to throw out to Matt, who um, is a big shooter fan. I know you're big on your Warzone and. Um, Call of Duty titles, and um, I know you played a fair bit of X Defiant when that was in beta. Mm, yeah. Do you think, from what you've heard and seen about Hyena so far, that it's going to compete, or do you think it's going to be another one of those shooters? I don't know what's happened to X Defiant, but in it feels like it's just kind of dropped off the radar. No one's speaking about it anymore. Is it going to be another situation like that? What's uh, I think we're just are we still waiting for it to come out. Um... Yeah, but people that, aren't. I think that's so people, people don't feel excited are, for it. Anymore. I think there's some people, some pe- the people that played it enjoyed it, and I, I mm. think pe- now we're just waiting for it to come out. So there's nothing to talk about. Like this, oh, it's I guess very so. much like that. There's nothing n- new. We're not hearing like we're changing this. We're doing like there's nothing okay. crazy going on. Fair enough. It's, I take that back. Then that was an unnecessary shot. My yeah, <laughs> kind of. So it's just we're waiting for it to come out. Like we played it. We all like it. Um, you know, it's. Uh, and, and I think it is a bit of a crowded market, but it it's 
it is it it's like i feel like is there's like a lot of experimentation going on with extraction shooters um at the moment um oh. there's loads of stuff that people are sort of looking forward to in the back of their minds and and waiting for to hear more about like um camera was called now drop oh, dr disrespects game uh midnight society game um he's uh i can't remember what it's called it's called dead drop i think um or something um does it involve chasing people in the toilets and filming them or <laughs> okay no need <laughs> no no need um, and 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 that's and that's basically like you know people are waiting for that that's like the next they feel like is the next gonna be the next like major mm. evolution in extraction shooters so i kind of think that this one might be enjoyable for a time but i don't think it will have a long life um yeah. it'll be some potentially i mean it might do you never know like because it just depends if everybody just enjoyed like you know scott's saying it's got a great personality or it's got a personality or um and that might be something that is enough to draw people in but generally with these games i always think it's until the next good thing comes along until the next best mm -hmm. thing comes along and even then people the move on from it in general even not extraction shooters there are so many different shooters and i feel like a lot of people who play shooters don't play them for the specific style of shooters it's just because it's a shooter like the people that play warzone and fortnite probably also transfer over to playing games like valorant even though they're two completely different games mm. just because you can always you can when always you're good tell at a shooter, when valorant... you good at another one when you can when you you can always tell when someone who playing valorant plays call of duty more because they always jump like they're always jumping about like and yeah, yeah, like, you can see them still, jumping just, and they run and gun about. a lot as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You when can always tell. Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, no, um, no. I was, I, I, I was done. I was done. <laughs> what needs to happen is the people, people get their game and then they're stuck there. Like people need to just stop playing the bad ones, like Overwatch or Warzone, that are continuously getting terrible and terrible. You know, they just need Do you to know what? On. I play a lot of Overwatch, and I actually, I, I, it's my main game since Overwatch Two has come out, and I've tried to stop playing it because I, I'm not enjoying it, but I still do play it. But to be completely honest with you, hands up right now, I actually don't know what the reason is why I don't enjoy it, and I actually don't know why it's a bad game. I can sit here and be like, yeah, mm. Overwatch Two is terrible. I hate it so much. I still play it all the time, and I don't actually know what's terrible about it. I'm just not enjoying it. And I think maybe that's the reason why people get stuck in this loop with playing these types of games because i was the same with valorant two years ago when valorant first came out i got stuck on it for hundreds of hours and i hated it and i couldn't tell you why i didn't like it and maybe that's just me um and my no i do syndrome, i feel like but... i feel like with shooters it's always it's always the small details that either pull you towards it or push you away from it mm. um like because I know you've I, got quite a bit of dislike for Warzone now, but I'm sure you still play it. Yeah, and and like there's still there's still a lot of things that I I like about it, but there's there's just there's a lot of things that I don't like about it. So my mm -hmm. ability to have an enjoyable session on it for whereas before I could play it for like three four hours and and have a good time the whole time. Um, now it's like lucky if it's 30 minutes before i start getting just like why am i playing this and then turn it mm. off um but there's there there's a there's a feeling that is why 
I like Warzone or Call of Duty in general. It's a feeling about the game, like in terms of the the mechanics and the way that it plays and feels to me. But then there's everything else that surrounds it that I just don't like. And then obviously with Wars, like Modern Warfare Two and and Warzone Two, they changed the mechanics massively, which mm-hmm. was just too much of a a, a change to a, a fundamental part of the reason why i liked it so with shooters it's so much about like the small details like what do the mechanics feel like how's the gunplay feel does it feel accurate does it feel fair like does it um, i don't think i've ever played a single shooter where the is it fast enough fair? like there's there's certain certain shooters out there that i think are really good that i like but again they don't have the modes that i would enjoy playing mm. like shatterline is one of my favorite shooters but I can't have long sessions on it because it's just a multiplayer. Bit like X Defiant, I can't have a long session on it because it's it's just a multiplayer that mm-hmm. has like a couple could of different from a battle royale. Some kind of mini resurgence, I I would like. Yeah. Like that's but that's personally like me, just a small like kind of mini resurgence, like just in there that people can play if they want or they can play the the rest of the multiplayer modes but it's just these same modes we've had on repeat over and over and over again and they get boring so if the small details aren't right it's really easy to get to play it for a bit and go nah it's not fun don't like Mm -hmm. this you know i've got no feeling towards it so it just it depends like if there's if there's some new stuff in there and it feels like you know fun and it's enjoyable to play and the gunplay is good the mechanics are good and and there's, there's not requirements <laughs> yeah well i just feel like these games are like all about those little thing like those little things it's not necessarily like is the gum gum is the are the mechanics the best they could possibly be it's more like mm. do they feel good it's a, they don't have to be the best they just have to feel right mm-hmm. for that game and i feel like fortnite does that quite well and call of duty up until warzone 2 did that quite well. Mm-hmm. You know what game we need to all play? Foam Stars, which I don't have the time to talk about now. But Foam Stars, everyone was Give us negative a about it. Second rundown, quick. Everyone was negative about it when it was announced. Everyone was like, "Oh, it's just a Splatoon ripoff." No, Foam Stars is so much fun. Foam Stars may have been my favorite thing I played at Gamescom. You need to look at Foam Stars when it I comes don't out. like Splatoon. Um... I don't like Splatoon either. It's oh, good. he's got me there. He's done me there. Yeah. I'll give it. I'll give it a go. Yeah, I'll it take the recommendation. It doesn't play like Splatoon. Like it's not. You know, you need to put as much foam on the ground as possible. This is like a proper multiplayer game. They have like Gears of War mode where you have to like get like seven kills, and then you have to protect the your like randomly assigned leader. Mm. Amazing. Love that mode and anything, but Foam Stars surprisingly good. Might have been the best thing I played. Get you spoke really fast. I'm actually proud of you. You actually got a good run down there in that last yeah. 30 seconds. Um, but and with that lovely uh quick fire foam stars review, that brings us to the end of uh this week's Mirror Gaming walkthrough. Um, we as in Mirror Gaming will be back this Friday with a Starfield early access stream from the lovely Nathan Bliss who will still be on holiday, but is coming in on his holiday to stream that game because he's so excited about it. Um, what on earth? is wrong with him but um (laughs) (laughs) if you want to see more of us uh we will be back again next week with another episode of the mirror gaming walkthrough every wednesday at 4 p.m bst be sure to subscribe to the channel to 
get notifications for when we post videos and go live. Um, it'd be nice to see you guys here again soon. Thank you so much for joining us. I've been Jasmine and this has been Matt and Scott. Thank you guys for being here. And um, we will see you guys in the next stream. Bye.